This is the Shop Stewards Corner on Metro FM Talk. Metro FM Talk. And we bring it to you every Monday here on uh, Metro FM Talk, uh, here on the Mighty Metro. And uh, we take a look at uh, some of the things happening in the labor market on the shop floor. And uh, this evening, we uh, hone in on many of those that are looking for work. Now, uh, you would see, I guess, uh, on your timelines, on uh, social media and elsewhere, uh, all of the, the jokes we make. Uh, I mean, I saw uh, a friend of mine, Kulani Panjwa, putting up a, um, you know, a tweet there saying, you know, he's the king of his kaftin. And uh, uh, one of uh, our other colleagues responded and said, you know what, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you don't want to be that kind of malum. And uh, all manner of other things. And uh, we might say it in a very jest- uh, or jestful manner, but uh, certainly a lot of uh, real talk when it comes to that. And uh, the difficulty that many people have in finding work in the labor market and having to stay at home uh, while everybody else has gone to work or gone to school or as uh, many of uh, uh, our contemporaries do while they time away uh, on uh, the corners of many of our communities. So uh, this evening we want to take a look and try and understand the challenges of the job search. Many of you have even suggested that uh, and uh, we're asking ourselves this evening how uh, do we make that better but more importantly from what we've seen in the work of an organization like Harambe uh, what are some of the uh, key challenges, handicaps, constraints and limitations uh, to young people's job search in particular. And uh, joining me uh, for this conversation is uh, a Chief Cultural Officer and a Partnerships Executive at Harambe Youth Employment Accelerator, and that is Lebunke. Lebunke, it's a handful. I know. Let's just like keep it to a partnership. Chief Culture first. Officer and Partnership hey, Executive. Man, I do a lot. I do a lot. <laughs> How are you? Very well, thanks. It's always great to be with you and chat to you. Always a pleasure, Lebo. Lebo, let's maybe start off here for some of our listeners who might not be familiar with uh, Harambe's work. Just uh, let's take a step back. What, what is Harambe and what is it that you do? So Harambe is a youth employment accelerator. And by that, um, I mean that we are trying to find innovations and solutions that can really change the pace and um, speed that we can Um, attack and solve this problem Mm -hmm. of of youth unemployment. So we partner with government, we partner with um, business and, um, you know, employers. We partner with young people themselves. Um, So our focus is is, um, on young people Mm. and um, because that is the bulk of who is unemployed. Talk to me about what kind of young person comes to you. Your offices are there in Fox Street. Uh, You know, I had a chance. Our offices are in Fox Street, but we've also got um, presence in all other um, provinces. Sure, sure. Western Cape and KZN, uh, as well as the Eastern yeah, Cape. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we, we're trying to help the young person who needs the help. Mm. So, um, and that is essentially um, young people that are excluded out sure. of the formal economy. So, I mean, about 60% of our of young people that come through to Harambe are young people that are surviving on social grants. Mm. Um, you know, few, where there is um, some form of um, em- you know, income in that family or in that household, it's very vulnerable, um, mm. you know, income. So it's either my my mom or my sister is a domestic worker, you know, my uncle is a security guard sure, and that's how sure. we're surviving. Um, and then, you know, there's about 10% who have got absolutely nothing at all um, who come through to us from child-headed families mm. who are just trying to find ways to survive. Yeah. So um, we, we, we're targeting... 
um, excluded young people. Okay, all right. Libra, I want us to pause here for a second and also uh, invite some of our listeners here who uh, might uh, be tuned in uh, to speak about some of the uh, challenges uh, you might uh, uh, have uh, undertaken the job search and uh, done so successfully. Uh, do share with us some of your own insights and what it is that that particular journey taught you. You might uh, be looking for work as we speak. And I've got Aus uh, Libunke here and uh, uh, talk to us and certainly uh, talk to us about some of your own experiences and uh, we certainly hope uh, that uh, the folk at Harambe can uh, certainly be a, a welcoming place for some of your own aspirations and in your job search. I'd love to hear from you. Give me a ring. 89 We continue on the other side. This is the Shop Stewards Corner on Metro FM Talk. FM Talk. 13 minutes it is after 8 p.m. And, uh, you know, I, was label, I, f- I find it very interesting. Uh, uh, just this, uh, you know, show jingle that we play and uh, this song because um, it really says, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember uh, chatting to some of the, uh, you know, young people who, who come to Harambe, uh, you know, after a chat with someone there on, on Fox. And to hear some of the stories, I remember speaking to a young man uh, who said he had come from the other side of Nigel to come to the CBD to try and speak to you guys because of the good referral that he'd had. But he'd had to get two taxis and a bus to be able to get there. Uh, Do do you see a lot of that? And more importantly, uh, I guess, is that a major inhibitor, maybe an explainer of why close on 3 million people have decided, you know, I'm no longer going to search for work? Yeah. Um, I mean, that that is the story of many young people. Um, Transport is one of the biggest barriers in terms of finding work. Um, I mean, we've learned that in order for a young person to actually be able to, um, um, you know, kind of like find a job and keep a job, um, they have to be at least one taxi ride away from where they from where they live. Mm. Um, And um, for many young people, they live in areas where there really aren't opportunities and so this is obviously a strain. And, um, you know, and, and looking for a job is a job in itself. Definitely. And um, so, you know, when you think about the taxi spend, um, including bus fare, mm. um, into town and back um, every day, um, and you are from a household that is surviving on, what, 450 mm. rands um, a month, um, and you still have to eat, um, and, you know, there's money for like electricity that's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, money for work that, clothes. Exactly. You know, all of that really um, becomes a, 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 a big a big burden. Mm. And um, so for many young people, they, they really struggle with, um, with transport. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the other issue, I mean, in addition to transport would be, you know, how do you then find out about the opportunity? And in many cases, I mean, these opportunities are online and uh, we know the sort of uh, limited penetration of free broadband into many of our townships and the difficulties that that comes with and even in some of our rural areas uh mm. what happens to a debate like a work seekers voucher or even you know the the, the issue of free wi-fi that uh, many people have been talking about i remember in 2012 already the ndp was saying 
surely there should be some form of sort of work seekers voucher or, or even the use of transport vouchers to try and overcome this. Well, I mean, I think those are ongoing conversations. Mm. Um, aware that the city of Cape Town has been um, trialing out a um, work seeker support package okay. for, for transport. And what's, what's in it? Um, and I, you know, my understanding is that um, it's to help young people. It's like a discounted um, fee okay. um, for young people to get to to work. Mm. Um, I'm not sure at this point exactly how that sure, the, sure. Um, how that is going. So I can't speak too much about that. Um, but you know, I think data, um, mm. like you just said, is a is a huge cost as well. And um, for many, they can't they can't afford it, or they've got to actually even travel to spaces like so still spend money on sure. on um you know on transport and then still have to get money to be able to to do whatever um mm. online um printing costs um you know people who are printing out their cvs and mm. then dropping them around the place that that all adds up and um i think you know um uj did a study the university of johannesburg did a study um that we partnered with them on and um you know the cost of of work seeking mm. around 900 um 900 rands a month um so that is sure. quite considerable um when you think about everything mm. else that um you still have to do we've spoken quite a bit about the work seeker or, or the job seeker what are you learning and what are you finding out um about the behaviors about the preferences of the employers because you primarily work with people who don't necessarily have to have an undergraduate degree. I do understand there are some programs uh, where, where you are, are matching people with undergraduate degrees. But in the main, you've worked over a long period of time with people that have just left secondary education. Mm-hmm. What are you finding by way of the preferences of employers that largely employ people who, who have a matric? You know, um, it's very interesting. Some of our, you know, we partner with over 500 um, employers sure. in, in South Africa. And... Um, you know, we hear so many of them tell us that um, young people in particular um, don't seem to be enthusiastic. Um, they don't seem to have the will um, to to work. And so um, a positive attitude at the very least, um, you know, I think is what a lot of employers tell us that, um, that that's what they, they, they're looking for. So, you know, they say, give me the will and I'll teach the skill mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um and that that that's what they're struggling with, and I think it has a lot to do maybe with you know not necessarily that young people are are, are not enthusiastic or are not willing, but um, an issue of how to signal um, yourself. So um, again, mm. you know, because we've got a, a big network, we've got about seven hundred thousand young people in our network, and so sure. we're learning a lot um, from them. And um, uh, we did research that just showed what it is about the young people that mm. are getting um, the jobs and um, communication skills were yeah. a big part of um, being an ability to be able to, you know, to, to get a job. Mm. Um, you know, grit and, and resilience sure, sure. because it is hard and um, I think that you face so many rejections mm. in, the, in the process. And so those who eventually get the job sure. are those that have got like um, yeah. a lot of grit and a lot of resilience. A lot of perseverance. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but I think being able to also just, you know, say who you are, to mm. clearly communicate about yourself sure. and um, to know your story as well yeah. about who you are. You know, that's the, the question that most people get asked at their mm. interview. Tell us about yourself. And, and that one you can't rehearse. Yeah, can't exactly. And you stumble. Light, I'm a, you know, you exactly. can't do that one. So, so those are, I mean, I think like um, some of the, 
the, the challenges. Yeah. So let me just as we as we wrap. I mean, you mentioned something quite interesting about signals. Yeah. And I remember one of the one of the signals that uh, you've mentioned in the past is just a reference letter, for instance, and how important a signal that is, or even uh, you know a, a reputable person who can speak on your behalf and say, you know what, Ayabong is this kind of person. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think. What we know is that networks matter mm. and um, they really, I mean, if you've got poor networks and um, you are in this kind of like um, population that I'm describing sure. where others around you are not working, um, it's really hard to um, even just know about opportunities. Mm. And um, when you do then get those opportunities sure. um, to have someone who can speak on your on your behalf because mm. usually that's where those references sure. come from. So, I mean, that's why we advise young people to volunteer, get involved in um, in other activities, even mm. if you're get not working, in whether it's sports. You know? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, get involved in um, your community because mm. um, that's where you start to um, build some form of reference mm, and even and a skill set, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. and and character. Those mm, are really character building sure. opportunities. Perfect, Lebo. Thank you very much for your time. Always a pleasure catching up with you. That there is. Um, let me get this right now. Chief Culture <laughs> Officer and Partnerships Executive at uh, the Harambe Youth Employment Accelerator. Lebo, thank you very much for your time. And that's uh, where we're going to leave our shop stewards corner on this uh, Monday. Uh, you might uh, be in a job there, and you know, give us a ring. Let us know uh, what is being looked for in that role. I have many job seekers listening into the show. And you might also be a job seeker. Give me a ring. 089 110 Talk to me about your experience. If jo-